Hello, Cinema 7 listeners. This is Editor-in-Chief, Mary Bakari. Uh, there are some technical difficulties towards the last 20 minutes. It um, isn't as bad as uh, it sounds. There's a little bit of uh, echoing um, to Chris Hawk's mic and when he laughs. Our mics are crap. We are still working on getting better mics, so please excuse us. Um, it's still a good listen. It's not that bad, I promise. So hope you listen, and... We hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you. Cinema Seven. the lobster no this is tusk oh tusk ah <laughs> uh, like like the by the surgery like, like, like the... if you had to be transformed to an animal to live as the rest of your days yeah. <sighs> yeah. i think it's pretty easy what you just be a dog yeah you just get fed all the time go for walks yeah. sleep i that's probably, a boring yeah. answer yeah what, what would you pick Mario? I mean, if if we were talking about lobster, I remember I said I would be a turtle, a giant turtle, because I'd live like for a hundred years. That is true. But well, longer than that. If probably. we're talking about tusk wise, if I got turned into a turtle, that'd be awful. Yeah, they were terrible. Yeah, turtle skin, and then turtle power. <laughs> I would have turtle power. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Cinema Seven. I'm your host Chris Hawk, and to my left, as always, is Mario Bakari. What is up today? We have a good good episode for you. We're going to be reviewing the. Summer blockbuster hit that no one watched, Hell or High Water. Is it really not making that much money? It, I don't think a lot of people know about it. But it's getting great reviews. Right. And uh, you guys should be excited to hear about how we... You'll, you'll find out. Yeah, you'll find out. You'll tell find you. out. That's main well, event. That's main event. That's main event status. So we got some news to talk about. The second news you probably won't care, but the first news you might care. So they released the first Jumanji cast photo. Photo. Yeah. And how do you feel about that, Mario? Um, it seems very s- silly to me. I mean, if you think about it, Jumanji is... I mean, in essence, I guess Jumanji's a little childish. Mm-hmm. But in the 90s, it did seem a little more... It seemed a little more serious, in a sense. So if, you, if you've seen the photo... You know that everyone is in like safari gear, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson looks like Indiana Jones. Uh, Karen Gillian looks like Tomb Raider. Uh, Jack Black looks like Nigel Thornberry, and Kevin Hart looks like a bag boy. 
That's like he's just carrying everyone's bags. Jack Black just looks like his character from King Kong, Yo. just more extreme. Same, same character. Same character. Same character. Uh, cinematic universe, right there. Cinematic universe. <laughs> they come. Uh, I, I just hope they're not in the jungle the entire time because Jumanji is all about bringing the jungle to you. Now, yeah, that's you, that's what Jumanji was about. Yeah, it's not being in the jungle and then stuff happening in the jungle. Yeah, it's just that's what made it. Uh, I guess delightful and mysterious is you wanted to know what robin williams character encountered and you see that throughout the film as it goes on because of everything coming out of the board game like in this they're just gonna encounter i guess there i i don't know i just hope they're not in the forest the entire time yeah other than that i'll probably see it they're wayne the rock johnson i'll pass you'll pass Uh, for me it's a pass Okay, if you have to watch this or yeah, or the Han Solo movie, what would you watch? Ah, uh, Jumanji. What? Yeah, Star Wars. I told you I don't care about the Han Solo movie. What? What? What's another movie you don't want to see? Another movie? Yeah, you don't want to see. Um, see, that that I haven't really thought about that much. You know what? You're going to see the Han Solo movie. No. <laughs> so that's that news. Uh, I wish the best for Jumanji. I wish it the best. Another news, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have filed for divorce. Well, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Has filed for divorce. Filed for divorce. And wants, I think, almost joint custody for her kids or full. It's just terrible who, who stuff. Who knows? Who knows how uh, they do it in Hollywood? Divorces are not cool. It's it's they both get a quarter to see their children. And I don't even maids. know how many. I don't even know how many kids they have now. I mean, I, I mean, they adopted a few, uh, quite a few children. Um, do they adopt? Then, the kids then they had back? they had two. They had two or one. They have a couple. Because they adopted two or three, and then they have uh, one or two of their own. I just. Those people who have been shipping Jennifer Anderson and Brad Pitt for the longest time. Yeah, Here we go. Might ha- again. They might get back together. Might get back together. Old flame. It's just sad on everyone's parties. And that's it for that news. Quick really news. Nice. Quick, quick news. Quick news. Called the key. Quick news. By Soft Tusk today. So we're going to talk about what we've been watching? Yeah. What would You saw Tusk. I, saw, I watched Tusk, and I was enthralled through and through. I told you, it, it's, it's pretty good. It's... Justin Long has some good range. Very yeah. good range in this. He's a great asshole. That's yeah. what he is. And I was looking for, I was like, what? why is he so good at this? I was like, yeah, he's, he's a really good butthole. That's what he is. You think and, that was him in the costume when he was drooling and stuff? I, was I like, hope oh so. Oh I hope so. Oh I really gosh. hope it was him doing that. I, it's a Kevin Smith movie. I would, I would expect Justin Long to be like, yeah. I want to get in this character. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't Kevin Smith in the costume. Is that? I'm just glad. And, yeah. But my favorite character was Guy Lapointe. I think that's his name, right? Yeah, Guy, and you Guy said LaPointe. it's funny because on the on the Yoga Hosers yoga episode, hosers, I did not like him at all in Yoga yeah. Hosers. He was too over the top. In this one, I actually would watch a movie of just him, just Guy, just Johnny Depp investigating yeah. his unorthodox, kooky way. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Haley Joel Osment is really good. In this movie, even though he's a backstabbing friend, girlfriend, 
Uh, is it Gina Rodriguez? Is her name? I think. I don't think. I think uh, it's Gina Rodriguez. That's Genesis Rodriguez. Is Genesis, the, yes. Is the bad guy, though, right? God, I hope I didn't just name a porn star or something. What? <laughs> Genesis? No, 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 no. no I, I, her name's Genesis Rodriguez. Is no, the actress? Thought, are you sure? Who's the main bad guy then? Main bad guy? I forget his name. He. he. I was enthralled with him. I believed he was crazy. That's uh, that's Michael Peaks. Michael Peaks. I would have to say the best part of this movie was Michael Peaks, and it was um, their interaction. Well, You're talking about was, him and Johnny Depp's interaction. That was. I didn't. That like, was awkward, but it was the. It was still kind of. Uh, Tarantino esque. Yeah. When he first when um when Justin Long Justin Long's character first meets, uh, Howard Howe. When he's talking, yeah. I was I was into it the entire time. How he met Ernest Hemingway, mm-hmm. how he's at D Day. I was I was in it, dude. I was like, whoa, this is great. This actor's great. I'm in it. He's got the bottle. Yeah. And then I was like, and he drugged uh and he drugged him and he told me like I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then everything was just so creepy. Yeah. It, so I wouldn't say gory, but it was just it's we you know it's weird because after I first saw it, like I said, like I thought I was so weirded out. Very weird. But then. As I thought about it, it grew on me. You had to sleep on this movie. You had to pull Chris Hawk. Yeah, I pulled you. I, um, I really enjoyed this movie. I think everyone, if you're a, this is definitely like the tip top of indie movies. It's one this, of his best. For I would, sure. Yeah, in his top five. Not better than Clerks or Dogma or Clerks 2, but it is, it is one of the best films Kevin Smith has made. I was, I was entertained through and through. The dialogue's really good. Dialogue too. is really great. Yeah. The camera shots when he first meets Howard Howe, and they mm-hmm. got the quick shots to like his knob on his chair. And yeah, then it's the quick shots of his feet. I really like that. I paid it. I was like, I was like, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I say, uh, watch Tusk, people. It's yeah. intense. It's intense. What have you been watching, Mario? Um, been watching Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, I I know you've been <sighs> geeking out about it because uh. Justice, Justice, Justice League. A lot of uh, Justice League stuff in Supergirl, um, which I'm sure some of the Justice League stuff is from the comics. So I'm pretty much, you know, stuff is from the comics. But there's a lot of Justice League stuff, um, or Justice League style esque episodes in Supergirl. Do you feel that Supergirl is just Superman but female, or do you feel this is actually Supergirl? You know what I'm saying? Um. Do you feel like they just took Superman and made her a girl? Or is she actually Supergirl? I feel like, see, I, I get elements of both because mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, her and a sister. There's a lot of uh, sister sister relationship stuff mm-hmm. that is really good, and I don't think you can tell that with Superman because he didn't grow up with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in the show, she grew up with and had a sister who was human. But uh, I like the sister relationship. Um, Is it good in the show? Good yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, well, the first couple episodes are really corny. And it, there's a lot of corny stuff in this. And as it goes on, it gets better. And there's, it, it almost feels like if they took the Flash in Smallville and combined them in the one show, hmm. in a way. Because there's a lot of uh, drama-esque uh, like love interest stuff. And then... Um, it almost tells a story like Smallville, but the feel of it feels like Flash. Have you seen the Flash 
Supergirl episode yet? Not yet. I didn't get there yet. Are you excited about that? Oh, I'm I'm pretty pumped. Did you hear about the, the episode this year they're making? I think it's with Arrow, Supergirl, and Flash. That's going to be intense. It's going to be a musical. Did you hear about that? No, for real? Yeah, it's going to be a musical. <laughs> Every TV show has a musical episode now. It's got to. It's got, you got to have a musical episode. Well, I think, I think uh, Brittany has watched a lot of Supergirl. She loves Supergirl. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, I might give her a shot. I might. I think you should. I like Superman a lot. I'll give Supergirl a shot. Do you want to get down to the main event, Mario? Welcome I'm ready for the it. main event. <laughs> Hell or high water. Here we go. We actually just watched this movie. Just, just, just so, like, yeah. You want to give our quick hits and be like, if you haven't seen this movie, go see it now. Turn off the podcast. Go see it. Yeah, Let's we do could. Our quick hits. Like, like how we, what we, we, we okay, like, overall. Overall. Okay, without spoilers. Without spoilers. Okay. You want me to go first? You got this? Okay, so Hell or High Water, um, when it first started off, uh, I really liked the camera angles. I was digging the camera angles in the very beginning. I mean, the camera angles throughout the whole movie are mm-hmm. really good. Uh, Great shot. The cinematography, yeah, is, is wonderful. Not, no shaky cam business. None okay? at I all. I love that. Um, but yeah, it opened up. I was like, I really, I'm digging this opening cinematography. Um, there's great, great colors. Great I mean, colors. I think throughout the first half, I was a little confused on if I liked it or not because there was some some acting and there was uh, it was slow paced. Mm-hmm. Very um, slow paced. But once that second half picks up, boy, ooh, ooh boy, ooh. let me tell you about that now, boy. But um, <laughs> it gets it gets really good. It 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 uh, it gets it gets really good after that. The dialogue exchanges between characters is um. I wouldn't say it's believable in the sense that uh, we all don't really have conversations. Like, it feels like a movie conversation, but mm-hmm. it almost feels uh, like you think someone can really have that conversation, I guess is what I'm saying. But it's also intellectual mm-hmm. in a way. And I like the interactions. I think everyone had good chemistry that they paired each other with um, because there's a couple spots where. Uh, it's really the brothers and the two uh, de- um, Texas Rangers mm-hmm. who are kind of like opposite, polar opposites of each other, but they their chemistries together of each group, I would say. Like the brothers' chemistry together is phenomenal. The partners, Texas Rangers, oh. phenomenal. Mm. Um, other than that, I love the way that en- I love the ending dialogue. I love the way it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, Overall, this is this is definitely in my top ten, mm-hmm. and I think that um, you should definitely give it a chance. Oh yeah, 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 and go see it. Um, like I said, the only problem I think for the average moviegoer is it's a little it's slow at some parts. Um, the first half you might seem like you're turned off, but mm-hmm. when that second half hits, you're gonna be you're in for a ride. I uh, I would have to agree with you on all points. I think. You really got a sense that you were in Texas, even if they weren't even in Texas, you know, magic movie locations. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought a little bit of the, stere- there was a little bit of like, this is the Texas stereotypes, but. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was great. Yeah. The, uh, there's a lot of good colors and a, and a lot of good shots of Chris Pine's blue eyes. I just, <laughs> yeah. just couldn't miss them. Um, I, I was looking forward to this movie a lot because it, it's a heist movie at its core. and. I absolutely love 
Heist movies, I absolutely crime love. dramas, crime dramas, buddy cop movies. I've yeah. been saying it forever, I've been saying it since this, episode one, and I absolutely love cops and robbers, chase movies, heists. So this movie had a little bit of everything in it, and it's this movie you you don't really know get what's going on until almost halfway into the movie. It doesn't they don't really set anything up until then. So you're you're thinking it's just a bunch of robberies, but it's yeah. much more than that. So don't go in thinking this is just a they're just a bunch of dumb crooks. Yeah, one of them might be a bunch of dumb crook. He might be a dumb crooks. He might not be book smart, but prison smart. What he, yeah, what <laughs> what he what he does for his brother yeah. is so um, beyond forgivable. There's a lot of good a lot of good themes in this movie that I picked up on that I liked, like the sacrifice. Yeah, and um partnership and relationships i uh i the action is some of the best action i've seen in movies this year it's very edge of my seat um the ending was edge of my seat the one of the bank scenes was edge of my seat yeah and uh obviously the uh standoff edge of my seat all in the second half all in the second half i would say this might be one of the best second halves of movies <laughs> of all well, time if you think about it, without that first half to build towards it yeah and this movie yeah. does a really good job at building suspense. You, um, at times, you think the cops are like inept at their job. They're just they're not good. Yeah. And sometimes you feel the cops, uh, the crooks, aren't good at their job either. So it's it's really cool how the parallels between the the robbers and the uh, Texas Rangers. If Chuck Norris was on the job, they would have been they would have been done. When you said you were gonna go see it, I was like. I really want Chris Hawk to do a solo episode on this because I feel like you could carry a whole episode by yourself. About this movie, I pos- I probably you, you, could. You're the you're the voice of Cinema Seven. Yeah, but yeah, um yeah. Yes you are. Yeah. Check please. I gotta throw it in there every episode. That's every my catchphrase. Catch but phrase. um uh, <laughs> where's my change? Um <laughs> But yeah, I th- I think you I, that would have been awesome. But I'm glad, when, you, I'm glad when, you saw this movie. When you while. asked me, it's yeah. like, hey, you want hey, since you're getting off, do you want to see it? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to go see it. You know, it's it, and are I'm glad. Are you, are you glad? You I'm saw glad it? I saw it. It, it was uh, really good. I, this year alone, I've seen a lot of good movies. We have seen a lot of good movies. Yes, um, together, uh, separate, but mm-hmm. kind of together mm-hmm. because we've seen the same movies. This is a... um, but overall, I think this is the best year for movies that I have personally seen. A lot of people surprising. Are, the blockbusters may have disappointed, but the quick hit indie movies. Yes, the quick hit indie the movies, animated movies, low budget. Some that have gone to theaters that. Um, some blockbusters I, I liked, but it's mostly the, the ones that snuck in. Yeah. So overall, this is a... I, I, I don't want to give my Christaka grade right now, but... Go see this movie, okay? Yeah, go see it and have your, get your own judgment for it. It's, it's almost like a throwback to a, a, uh, yeah. a 90s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it feels like one of those, those awesome 90s movies that are underappreciated. That, you know, like because, Swordfish, right? I think sword swordfish is nineties, maybe. But swordfish is nothing like this. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> no. Not like this. But there I'm there's like movies in the nineties that kinda have the, this feel to it. Like have this overall like it kinda has this uh I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to say feel again. But <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Like that oh, yeah. there's movies in the nineties that ha kinda have this this uh um this feel <laughs> this feel about this it. the uh the and it's got that this, never got the credit 
it deserved. But this movie, it's funny how... It's like a throwback to the 90s. Yeah, but it's... 90s movies. 90s movies, but this is... The best way to describe this movie is a modern-day Western. And it definitely, oh, most definitely, it definitely yeah. feels like that. It plays like a modern-day Western. You, you even get the sense of it, like, with the cars, could, or, like, the modern-day horses, the... Um, the the standoff the um the um doing uh you know working towards bettering your kids lives manifest destiny all the way yeah like and then sacrifice sacrifice it's the, it's, it's what matters yeah it's it's uh it's definitely a modern western i i definitely got that that feel that feel that it was a modern western <laughs> So you, you got that feel. I think that's the whole tone of the movie is the theme of the movie is feel. 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 When we do the last word, I think I'm just going to say feel. <laughs> so um, that was our no spoilers review. I think because there's a lot of stuff we're going to say and it kind of yeah. changes how this movie. The next things we're going to say is going to change. It's going to spoil. Spoil. And I think it's pretty important. And I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. For those so if, who haven't if seen you it. don't, want, if you've seen it, yeah. If you don't want to hear us spoil the movie, yeah. And you think or you're thinking about seeing it straight off of just our general thoughts, and our just yeah, general thoughts, right? Quick hits, quick hits, quick hits. Um, go see the movie. But if you don't care and you just want to hear what we thought, go ahead, continue. Continue, continue. Or you can just skip ahead like forty, thirty to forty-five minutes for our daily recommends, weekly recommends. Yeah. But we're going to get into some deep spoilers right now because I think we need to. Yeah. Because we need to talk about this. Yeah. Mario, what are some things you liked about this movie? Um, like I said, I really liked the chemistry between uh, Jeff Bridges, who is the, uh, the main uh, Texas Ranger, um, and his partner, uh, Alberto, Alberto. Who, who is uh, no relation to our friend Alberto by first names. Um, <laughs> But yeah, their, their chemistry, I really liked it. And I really liked their exchanges. And um, even though Jeff Bridges' character felt racist at some times, you definitely felt that he was just trying to ease. Like, there's a scene, too, in, in the hotel room when they're, when they're staying in the hotel or motel that he's kind of tired of the, of the kind of racist mm-hmm. or make fun of his heritage jokes. I don't, I don't think he does it again after that, does he? No, but then I think Alberto lightens up and he starts hitting him back. I think so. And that, I think that's what Jeff Bridges was trying to do is trying to just say, you can't be so serious with this job. Mm-hmm. You got to have you got to have a uh, a sense of wit and uh, humor to keep yourself sane. Because um, if you watch like towards the end when when um, an- another character dies by the hand of Jeff Bridges. Uh, he kind of laughs for a second, but then he he just weeps. He goes from laughing to weeping, and I think that's because that's him. Uh, we'll you know, talk about the ending. Yeah, but um, minutes, yeah, but yeah, I definitely feel the chemistry was the strongest. I have a feeling that Ben Foster and Chris Pine just hung out just to get a brotherly type esque. They, I think, what carried their chemistry was mostly Ben Ben Foster because he was the most believable out of the two. In the first half, I mm-hmm. think as the movie goes on, you grow with the grow to like Chris Pratt. But in the beginning, but Chris Pine, my bad, yeah. uh, Chris, Chris Pratt, Magnificent Pepper. Seven trailer. That's what we saw. <laughs> oh. But yeah, Chris Pine. Um, I think he grows on you when the mo- as the movie goes on. 
but it, towards like the first half, I I I don't know. Like I was just kind of like I don't really believe Chris Pine is this guy from Texas, but I believe Ben Foster's from Texas. I believe he was in prison too. Yes, I believe I, that that guy's that guy. I believe he's a bank robber. I believed he killed his dad when he was a kid. I what believe- was his name? Uh, Ben Foster's ben character. Ben Foster's name? character was Tanner. Tanner. I believe Ben Foster was Tanner. Yeah, so did I. Chris Pine. I was like, Chris Pine's playing a Texan, but near the end, I. But I, he gets lost in it as it goes on because you fall in love with. Not only you want to see him exceed because he's he kind of wants to do it for his children, but you know what I'm trying to say. You, you you fall in love with his character. I like the fact that they didn't have to use flashbacks to show their relationship. It was all verbal, and it was all yeah their actions when when they're alone. I really like that. I'm and then you you see a picture of them too when they were younger, but yeah. But you also get the sense too that Ben Foster um is always protecting his brother because when you find out later on that he killed his father, mm-hmm. um when they when they tell you that later on in the movie. You get this sense because he says something earlier that it's like um, she always, uh, she never forgave me for what I did to what I what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of get the sense that maybe the dad wasn't the best dad. Yeah. So maybe he was protecting his his brother and his mom. This is another good Jeff Bridges movie. When we talked about him in The Little Prince, and now Jeff Bridges is getting better with age. Uh, I feel like. I, I can agree. I can agree. I think he his acting ages like a fine wine. A fine wine. <laughs> Jeff Bridges in this movie, I was, I, was, I was enthralled with everything he said. He was a grumpy old man on the verge of retirement who didn't want to retire. And was, he played that well. He, yeah. an old grizzled Texas Ranger that's seen a lot of things. I mean, he doesn't really have anything to retire to because his wife is dead. And you got to worry about those people that just work themselves to death. Well, the other Texas Ranger, Alberto, says... Um, you got to find a hobby. Yeah, you got to find a hobby, but he also says something <laughs> along the lines as, I don't think you'll ever f- find that person that's more wittier than you, or you're always looking to be more wittier than someone, or something, because... You know, what I mean, it's like he's always got to prove somebody wrong, or, mm-hmm. or that's what. So he's never going to stop working. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, it's like Tony Stark and making suits. He's never going to stop making suits. For for the in the first half, I did think that Jeff Bridges was a little too smart. I was like, man, this guy's way too smart. <laughs> like how he just figured out their whole thing from the get go. But as that went on, I, I you can see because he's been done. He's been doing it for a while, and. Uh, what they were doing wasn't really as um it was clever but it wasn't like oh my god nobody can ever figure this out kind of puzzle so the the uh, second half of the movie is definitely more action than anything else yeah that's it where is, it picks up but it's not mindless action no. either it's i think it's <laughs> It's believable. I was thinking, I was like, what do you think about the standoff? And then the standoff lasts like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So w- <laughs> the beginning of the standoff in the bank, mm-hmm. I was 
I was on the edge of my seat. I thought one of them was going to die in that scene. Well, it's cool because, like, you don't know what the town is like. And yeah. And when they drive into the town, it's busy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, this is busy. So you get the sense that's what he meant by this bank is there's more money at this bank. There's mm-hmm. more tellers. And then when they go into the bank, there's a lot of people in the bank. So you're like, this is going to go wrong. Yeah, it Because is. as it builds up, the first bank, it's only the lady and the guy in charge of the bank. Mm-hmm. And then the second bank... Um, it's got one guy in it. Yeah, it's got one guy in it. And the teller. And the teller. And in and the third bank, it, it builds to like... It almost builds to... Ben Fa- it, I can't explain it. Like it builds to his en- to his end. Spoilers. It builds to his end. If that makes sense. Yes. Uh, they really did bite off more than they could chew. Yeah, because each each. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say, Chris Hawk, is that each um, bank robbery it, it gets more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's what you get. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're playing you see, with the law. You see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You see how? I, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 You're playing with the law. You're playing with the law, son. The law. This is that's feds. It's feds. Jeff Bridges is like, I am the law. I am the law. I uh, I uh, I felt really. Which character did you find yourself pitying or having remorse for the most? I I felt really sorry for Chris Pine's character with the uh, failed marriage. His kids not really having a good relationship for him, and just. And then eventually losing a brother. Yeah. So he has his mom's dead, his dad's dead, his brother's dead. He has no family except for his sons. Yeah. And that's really sad. Uh, I think, I think for me it was Ben Foster because you can tell, like I said, when you find out his he killed his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, in the quick dialogue that it was, you get the sense that maybe he was always protecting his brother because. Throughout the movie, you're like, man, he's dumb. He's gonna get, he's gonna get himself killed. Yeah, yeah. Which he he's does. gonna get his brother killed, or he's yeah, gonna get or someone he's, else killed. He's gonna get them both killed. He's yeah, gonna yeah. screw up. You think he's gonna screw up, but the whole time, slow down. He, I'm not speeding. Yeah, the whole time he's got his brother's back. Yep. And in the end, it's revealed that maybe this was his plan the whole time was to make sure that his brother got out a lot. That he was the getaway because he says, "I've never gotten away. I've never seen anyone get away." Mm-hmm. So he. He's kind of right. Yeah. When we talk about the ending. Yeah. When we talk about it. Cinematography, though, I thought was really beautiful. Like I said, no shaky cam. There was I no part. That. There was no editing or, or parts in the movie where I felt that I was, I was distracted from the actual cuts between the scenes or anything yeah. like that. There was nothing that jarred me. So I was like, I was. It wasn't like a Batman v Superman or uh, Suicide Squad where it's like, hua, 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 I felt hua. this movie was funnier than Suicide Squad. What do you think? <laughs> um,. I, I was a little more into it, I think, serious-wise. So, like, some of the... Jo- I laughed more towards um, more towards the middle of the movie when I got more into uh, Jeff Bridges' character. Because at first, like, remember I turned to you, I was like, man, that was a little racist. And was- everybody was laughing because I was a little, like, uh, that was a little <laughs> racist. Um, like, come it, it, it kind of came out of nowhere for Jeff Bridges' character. But then yeah, but, but you get, get the sense him. that he, he kind of doesn't really mean it. He's just trying to get, uh, he's try, trying to, to um, I guess, buddy-buddy with his, his yeah, partner. Yeah, yeah. Who, like I told you, I think maybe they're kind of new partners, but they've been partners before the movie started for a little bit. 
because he he says to him, he goes, "You gotta stop dressing like me," <laughs> which I thought was funny. It was just I can't stop thinking about the chemistry between uh, the two brothers and the and the partners. It was just it was really good. Yeah, I sensed I sensed though uh, maybe the Texas Rangers, Jeff Bridges and the other guy had more, a better chemistry than. Chris Pine and Ben Foster mm. in a lot of ways. Mm. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Because I feel like Ben Foster carried that. Or th- those bit. scenes. Yeah. A little bit. Um, Alberto doesn't really protect himself until the motel scene. So it's basically Jeff Bridges is carrying the partnership, in my opinion. Even though Alberto was the best actor in the entire damn movie. You think so? I think so. Other than... Ben Foster. Yeah. Or that, or Chris Pine's kid. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it was good. It was, it was yeah. good. But Ben All Foster, around. Ben Foster and Alberto, I, uh, I think it was Gil something, but he, Ben Foster. Want to talk about Ben Foster? I mean, we kind of already did. We, True. Like I, I, like I said, I, Ben Foster, I believed was Turner. Or mm-hmm. Tanner. Tanner. Sorry, not Turner. Tanner. Tanner and Toby. Tanner and Toby. I believed he was he was Tanner, but because of that, I believed Chris Pine was Toby. You think this is the best Ben Foster movie you've seen? I don't know. He's he's really good in uh, 310 to Yuma. Um he's not really in uh 30 Days a Night that long. It's the best part of the movie. <laughs> you think so? No. But, uh, you okay there? You, yeah, I'm okay. Messing with the table there? No. But, um, who's your favorite character? Was it Chris Pine? I think, I think it was. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm relating more to dads lately. I don't know why. I, uh, yeah, what? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's so strange. I, I, j- I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. I, uh, would I do the same, you know, for my kid? Yeah. Would I rob, would I, would I rob banks? I it's mean, your I, mindset. It's, it's what, it's, it's what you're thinking. It's what you're, you're getting into the mind of those characters mm-hmm. of, of Chris Pine. And it's like how I feel, I guess, about Ben Foster is I'm really protective about my brother, mm-hmm. even though I don't see him a lot. And even though you're not bigger than him. Yes, that is true. And Ben Foster was not bigger than Chris Pine. No. But you're always trying to protect your little brother, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you feel the same way about mm-hmm. Tyler Hawk, who's on episode four, Star Trek episode. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> go nice back. Nice plug. Nice plug, Mario. Yeah, think, go back and listen to the Star Trek review. But um, Oh, you brought yeah, it because Chris Pine was in it. Oh. Oh. Nice plug, Mario. Nice plug. Nice plug. 60 Degrees of Chris Pine. <laughs> 60 Degrees of Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think Ben Foster was my favorite character, even though um by the end of the movie, I didn't really have a favorite character. I just loved the whole movie. You want to talk about likes before we talk about the second half of the movie? Okay, I really want to talk about the second half of the movie, but I want to talk about our dislikes. Our dislikes? Mm-hmm. Did I say likes again? Okay. Um, what was some of your dislikes? I could. There are some times where I couldn't understand Ben Foster. Okay. I felt I felt the same way about Jeff Bridges. There was oh yeah yeah his accent, southern accents. His southern accent was a little. Uh, I was like, oh my goodness. And I and I know watching True Grit again. Oh, and I know 
those lines weren't that important, but I like to hear everything a character's saying. Yeah. That's really the only the only bad thing I could see. Really? Yeah. I I'm thinking about it. I, yeah. Um, I think I already said some of my dislikes is I didn't find Chris Pine uh believable in mm-hmm. like in like towards until towards the middle of the movie when I started to fall in love with the movie mm-hmm. as it grew, as it went on. Um I guess uh there was there was one shot it looked like they were back at the first bank when they went to the second bank. I was like, are they at the first bank? But I, I, but I didn't really, I can't really blame them for that. I, you know what I mean? Because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just looked that way. So I can't really fault them for that. Um, other than that, I just, um, I don't really have any other dislikes than, than maybe that the first half was slow. Mm-hmm. But. You want to talk about the second half? I think. I, yeah, hold on. I just want to. I just want to say that I think as we since we started this podcast, I start to look for more. I look. I look for more of the art, and I look for more of the flaws. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to look for the flaws in the first half, but as it went on, as the movie went on, I was like, I was like, there's really nothing wrong with this movie. I'm enjoying this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I, I think I gotta stop doing that and just just let it ride. I've been noticing themes more in movies. Yeah. Usually I didn't I didn't notice themes or I just didn't care. It's mostly these indie movies too where I've noticed these and themes. They all have Yeah. Like the movies we've been watching lately kind of have the same themes. What is uh this one is relationships and how how we just talked about little prince and relationships was key. How in this one Chris Pine's character doesn't have a relationship with his kids. Morse from America. Morse from relationship America. between the dad and the son. And then Sacrifice and Little Prince and yeah. Morse from America and Kubo. Sacrifice. And then Parents and the Son. Parents and the Son. It's just all these themes. Maybe that's why we like these movies so much because we can relate to them. Mm-hmm. But I, you don't see us robbing banks, okay? I have to tell you, I think my, tough, my top 10 this year is the toughest top 10 because there's things I want. Toughest. Dude, there's things I want in it, but. I have to keep bumping out because of other great movies. No, we can't do top 20. Why not? We'll do do 10 worst, 10 best. And then we'll do uh, our three to five uh, honorable mentions. Suicide Squad on your top best or top worst? I will tell you, it was just bumped out. Recently. Does that mean it's on your worst? Or is it just in the neutral zone? (laughs) (laughs) It's in the neutral zone. Neutral zone? It's trapped with General Zod. Uh, not the General Zod. I um, this the second half of this movie is something phenomenal and it's exceptional. It's I think, riveting. That's yeah. the best description I could say for this. It's the beginning is like the beginning of Star Wars. It's a slow crawl. Yeah. But then you get to the second half or a little towards the last thirty minutes of the movie, and it is like you are shot out of cannon. It. it you know what I'm gonna say right now? What are you gonna say? Just like the prequels. Just uh, just like the prequels. They build to the end. They build to the end. Um, in my opinion. In your opinion, I, I can't think of another action, thirty minute piece that left me was more suspenseful. Wow, was more suspenseful than anything I've seen. It starts off with them going to the big bank. Yeah. After. Chris Pine's character saying, no, I don't want to do the big thing. Yeah. And then 
a shootout happens inside the bank. And it is nuts. Yeah. It is nuts. I, it was nuts. I thought they weren't going to get away. Yeah, because then they're, they're outside greeted by civilians who... Texans. Not civilians. Texans, Mario. There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> Texans come with guns. Town folk. Just ridiculous. They just open fire. That's, that's where I more related it to... Well, that the bank robberies, and then that is where I more related it with the, uh, with the modern Western, because they chase him down, and it almost, it's almost like... Horses. Yeah, because... Yeah. yeah. The worst part was... The people, like, when they ran outside the bank, they showed, the people outside started shooting at the bank. Yeah. There are people inside that bank. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't care who you are. Like, everyone, everyone that shot a gun should go to jail instantly. Like. Oh, I just remembered how I was talking about how it builds to eat with each bank, like, uh, suspension, how dangerous each bank gets. Mm -hmm. With the old guy that shoots at him. That, that was one, like, it's the first bank, there was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old guy, the second bank with the old guy, and then, you know, was there, the third bank was just completely random, and you're kind of like, well, don't screw this up, Ben Foster, after they were in the diner, and then, uh, were you totally thinking that too, at the diner? Like, what the heck are you doing, bro? I thought that, I th <laughs> Ben Foster is such a good, he plays a great loose cannon. Yeah. He is just... I think I'm gonna have to go and go through his catalog and just watch all his all his movies. I and then I'm just glad he didn't blow up in the car at the end, like in mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> just starts the car blows up. He really should have killed Jason Statham in that movie. Like yeah, is it he he yeah he was stole that movie. Should have stole it. He stole that movie too. Still the barrel roll that Jason Statham did out of the way. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, you can't tell me that wasn't. You're talking about the gas station? Yeah. When, yeah. He, when he bell rolls out of the way? Oh, my God. Uh, something special. Totally different movie. Totally different movie. The showdown the, was... You're talking about the end end now. The end end. So, so what happened... We're, what, we're, what, talking, we're talking Let's about, get back on track. Yeah, what happened was we're talking about the, the, the final bank robbery, uh, how suspenseful it was, you know, then people shooting in the bank. Mm -hmm. You're right. There's people inside. There's you, people inside. You dummies. You dummies. Um, the shootout in the bank that... You know, for Canada outside, they chased them down, mm -hmm. kind of like modern day Western with the horse horse chase. Mm -hmm. um, to a different location where they have another standoff. And yeah, but he took out that gun. Oh my! Let's talk about that when Ben Foster took out when that gun. He did his best. That was the best Scarface I've ever seen. It was just amazing. It was better than Scarface. That was better than Scarface. And he takes out this automatic rifle. Yeah, well, yeah, because they pull over and they all stop in the in the distance to yeah. to shoot at him. And then he's just he just he gets gets yeah. out of the car all normal all, all normal yeah, like, like just walks around the the back of the hurry. truck real slow doesn't even hurry yeah and then he walks toward them with the automatic rifle with three magazines that's it three magazines he just scares them off oh my gosh it was amazing then they get to the uh, they get to the thing he put Chris Pine gets in it and then he says uh, he goes come on let's get in and he's like no you go ahead uh, well, they don't split up yet. No, this yeah, that's after right yeah, after that they after. right after that they split up. Well, yeah, they get to the car first. Yeah, but you know what we need to do at the end of the year? We need to do a scene of the year. Okay, I'm, I think I'm already, down with that. I already think I know my scene of the year. I'm okay, just, but uh, like action sequence, drama sequence of the year. But yeah, we'll do that. That's a good idea. I was, I was, I was freaking out. I was freaking out at that part. Yeah, I was like, I was, oh, the, the way it was shot. Once, it was just yeah. so the, the camera angle focused on Ben Foster at the, the cars and the 
I never want to be shot at. That seems very scary. That's all I gotta say. I think this movie played that really well. Mm-hmm. That um, that it, if you're in a shootout, it's very scary. It's very dangerous. Oh, it's terrible. Other movies, you're just like yeah, but this movie, you're like oh snap, oh snap, oh snap, oh snap. So and then Ben Foster drives off and has the police chase him. Yeah, which I kind of got the sense when they got double car. I was like, he's he's gonna protect his bro. He's gonna protect his bro. That's what he does. Ben he, Foster is he, the smartest bad guy, good guy, lone wolf, loose cannon, neutral zone, <laughs> infraction. He is. He's not brother. Book, yeah, he's not book smart, and he's a little crazy. But that, that's because of the lifestyle he's he's been in. Lifestyle of the young and famous. Right? But his uh, love and affection for his brother is what makes him. Uh, I hope in the end that his motivations were solely to get his brother away with it and wasn't for personal I think that's vendetta. what it was. I think that's what it was. Because he, he talks about how you spend the money now. He was like, I never, because he says, you're acting like we won't get away. He's like, I've never seen anyone get away. Mm-hmm. But I think he's also doing that to say, hey, uh, crap could go down, bro. So you better uh, do what you can for your family now, just in case. And then the other suspenseful moment with uh, Chris Pine at the, uh, the roadblock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> those cops scared me. That's how crazy that was. Yeah. And then the shootout. I didn't think, I really didn't think, super spoilers. If you, yeah. if you haven't seen this movie and you still want to see this movie, you just stop right now. Some super spoilers. Mm-hmm. Super spoilers. I That's war- true. We warned you. We warned you. Um, Back. I had a feeling right before Alberto died that he was going to die. Really? I didn't have it the entire movie. Yeah. Until he brought out, he kept on staring through the the rifle. Well, it's funny because we were saying we thought Jeff Bridges was going to go shoot out. Because definitely. There was foreshadowing to it. So much. It's just like the Hawkeye effect. Yeah. You see Hawkeye's family. You said he's going to retire after this. You think think Hawkeye's going to die? Hawkeye doesn't die. Quicksilver, who no one cares about, dies. The greatest tease that never happens. The, the not the not Hawkeye death. Yeah, the not Hawkeye death. Not Hawkeye. But yeah, because it it almost seems like they're foreshadowing to a Jeff Bridges shootout, maybe with Ben Foster mm-hmm. or them. And uh, it's not. It's yeah, not it's, a crazy it's shootout. Not. It's real. It's real. It's yeah, a real it's shootout. Super real. Yeah. I honestly didn't think it was going to go that way. I thought it was going to be like. Bang bang around corner, bang bang grenades, bang bang. Yeah. Over and then it was going to be an overwhelming force that took Ben Foster down. No, Ben Foster shoots to kill Alberto, and that is gruesome. What you see, the, yeah, the, you, you the see back his of the head, his yeah. back of the head goo on his hat, just brutal. My goodness, um, I was traumatized. Mario let out an "Oh my God!" What did you say? What did you say when that happened? Oh my god! You said jeez or something. I I forget. I was like, you said something. I was though. like, what? Or I was like, um, or I said, oh shit, real loud. Excuse my language, but that, I I think that's what I said. I, I think, don't know. I think the entire theater was just shocked. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to look at him, but it was quiet. The mm-hmm. entire theater, and that was that was good. Everyone was riveted. And then Jeff Bridges, man, that is some. At the end, when that is some of the best acting I've seen from Jeff Bridges when he when he finally kills ben Tanner. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then he he fuck he freaking 
he freaking that was a close one <laughs> he smiles in satisfaction and then weeps really. and then weeps because he just killed someone yeah and then he cries for his, his partner too you definitely and get the sense that it's because he got him because he killed his partner but it's also letting out you just that he someone. just killed someone that's that's no that's no easy feat. Yeah, he might be a Texan with a gun. Yeah. But even a Texan's got to feel bad when they kill someone. Texans have feelings. They do. They have feelings. They have to. They have to. They, they definitely have to. I mean, if you watch every Western ever, there's always a love interest. Somewhere. Yeah, man. At is, some point. Man is horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. I And then the ending. Yeah. The ending between Chris Pine and Jeff Bridges. That I think was the most suspenseful thing in my opinion in the, the entire movie. movie. In the entire movie. Cuz I like I said I I felt that Ben Foster was going to sacrifice himself. I mean that was in that was suspenseful on an intense level. Like, yeah. I was like cuz it was a build up of the entire action sequence all the way to yeah. that. Yeah. But this was suspenseful because you didn't know what was going to happen no like you knew, i didn't know what you kind of knew ben foster was going to die yeah surrounded by that many people killing cops and people you're you have no chance in hell yeah but this, no chance <laughs> so that's what you got get the shit it's like um it's just an exchange because jeff bridges goes to the brother to chris pine's house and he he says to him, he's like, do you know who I am? And he's like, yes. He goes, I'm the man that shot your brother. First of all, I was shot him right there. Yeah, that's crazy. But, he has um, got some serious cojones. I think, I think Chris Pine understands that his brother also did shoot at people and he's killed not, someone. He's not a good person. Yeah. Um, but Chris Pine also knows that that's his brother and he protected him. So it's it's just a whole very sticky. Yes, a whole emotional yin and yang, and it's crazy. But um, then you know, as they're talking, um, you're like, he's like, "Are you going to shoot me with that gun? Because you're in your rights now. I'm on your property." And he goes, "Well, I'm. I can. I figured that you brought a gun too." And uh, Jeff Bridges is like, "Do you mind if I sit down?" They go to the porch. Um, he gives him, Chris Pine gives Jeff Bridges a beer and you get this whole tense that maybe, Ooh. yeah, this whole, Ooh. like maybe someone's going like to shoot somebody. I feel like Chris Pine was going to shoot him the entire time. I was just hoping he, I, I wasn't hoping, but I just figured, <laughs> I figured he'd just boom, just blast him. I thought it was going to be real fast. Dude. Yeah. Real fast. But Chris Pine isn't, isn't about that. He ain't about that. I, Chris um, Pine. this was the best Pine. verbal Mexican standoff I've ever seen. Yeah. It was it was uh, unbelievable from from top to bottom. I mean, the I think at the end I appreciated the beginning. I at the end of the movie I appreciated the end the beginning of the movie more because, like I said, I wasn't real high on the first half, mm -hmm. and that second half, and then boom, the the way the movie ended, I think, is what made me appreciate the whole movie. As a whole, more because it had a beginning that jumped you into these people's lives, mm -hmm. um, and then the way it ended, you got completion. And it's just every character got a completion. Chris, I mean, um, Ben Foster 
He might have not had the best ending, but it's the way he wanted to go out. Oh, most definitely. And he got. He wasn't going. And, he wasn't going back to prison. And he 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 saved his brother, in a lot of ways. Uh, Chris Pine got what he wanted. His family. Um, well, he, selfless. Selfless. Yes. Selfless he, acts for uh, for his for him his children. He could have spent it on anyone else. Himself. Yeah. Anyone. He could have. Anyone. <laughs> he he, he could have spent, spent it on himself, himself yeah, yeah, yeah. easily, but he easily. didn't. Uh, Jeff Bridges kind of went out. In the, he's going out. He's going he to his, go out. He got his man. Yeah. But he also didn't get his man at the same time. But he, he knows. Yes. He knows. And um, Alberto didn't get completed. No. And that's sad. That breaks my heart. Why'd you have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> so you extend this movie another 10 minutes. For the shootout, who wins the shootout? Um, I don't know. I, I, because Ben Foster sees him on that mountain. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you mm. talking about with with Chris Pine and Jeff Bridges? The movie is an, ten minutes longer. Oh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. He had he had like a shotgun or some or one of those revolvers, like the the John Wayne style looked like the bang style, but uh. I think Chris Pine. I think they would have. They might have shot each other, but I think Chris Pine would have would have definitely got him. Maybe. Because don't forget, Jeff Bridges put his gun in his like shirt. Like that would have been. That took you a little bit to get to there, pal. Like you'd been like, oh, oh my, oh, let me hold on. <laughs> well, yeah, geez, uh, oh, I fell in my pants. Uh, just shoot me. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in this? Uh... Um, I say we just give our final statements. Final statements. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, because I know I think I want to surprise you before you give your Chris Taku, or do you want me to surprise you last and you give your Chris Taku first? I'll do it. Okay. So I am so so glad I went to go see this movie. I've been wanting to see this movie since it came out. Trailer was just it hooked me. Because of Ben Foster and Chris Pine as these two bank robbers. And I absolutely love heist movies, even if they're not as so Ocean's Eleven. This was definitely up my alley. You have Jeff Bridges and Alberto, who I forget his name. I think his name is Gil. And they just. The actor? The actor's name is Gil. Okay. And some of the best chemistry between them. They just. It feels like they're partners and it shows. And when. That relationship is so fulfilling for, um, for the movie. And then you have the brothers' chemistry, which is just as fulfilling. This movie is just thrilling <laughs> to, from beginning to end. And I just, I want to go see it again right now. That's really like right this instant. I'll, I'll go back in that theater. I'll see it again at six o'clock. That's how my Christaku grade is. This is. This is one of the must-see movies of the year. And if you could only see five movies in one year in the mm-hmm. theater, like if you budget what you go to see a movie, this would be one of those movies you budget for. If you're an average moviegoer, yeah. I think it's also a must-see. I agree with your Chris Tucker grade because, I mean, I think an average moviegoer might not be able to sit through the first half, but if you hold on, yeah. that second half, is you're going to fall in love with the whole movie by that by the end of the second half. It's such a good tale of muddled, you know, muddled alignments 
muddled good and evil like what you think is good isn't really good and what you think is evil isn't really evil it's just mm-hmm. so so much good things in this movie that i that i really enjoyed it's gonna be hard making my top 10 list at the end of the year because of this movie. it's just my top 10 list is already hard to make <laughs> this movie is unbelievably good and it's shockingly good i don't there's not a bad part in this movie that i can think of and the highest of highest Christaku grades is is a must see movie in theaters. See it in theaters. That is the must see. Yeah. If there's a higher grade than that, it's, and there's a few of those this year so far. And this is see it again in theaters. And when this movie comes out on DVD, buy the Blu-ray, and then watch it immediately. Mm-hmm. Highest of highest grades for Hell or High Water. Wow. Mario. Um. Like I said, there's a few issues with uh, Chris Pine in the beginning. Um, like, I didn't find him very believable. Um, I thought as the movie was going on um, in that first half, I believe that Ben Foster was carrying the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the I best agree part. I a little bit. Um, but as the movie went on, I did start to fall in love more with every character because of their chemistry and their interactions and the intelligent but real-feeling dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, the cinematography was excellent. The way the camera pans around, pans to everything. Long shots, long-lasting shots, but it, the way it swoops around and pans into the next uh, following characters or following something, or as the following as the scene goes on, you know, as it's like almost like you're watching as something is happen, as real life is happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the music. The music in this movie was told a story in itself for each scene it was in. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the music is awesome. I mean, I, I like all kinds of music. People who don't like country music probably won't like the music in this movie. <laughs> but I love every type of music, no matter what it is. Um, Even polka. Hey, if I hear a polka song that I like, I like polka. But <laughs> the music set the tone for each scene that it was in, especially the end. And I love the end so much. Um, what Ben Foster did, what Ben Foster's character did for his brother, I absolutely love that type of storyline. There's a lot of movies like that where people sacrifice themselves for somebody, like a a heist movie or something. We've seen this story before, trust me. But this does it so well that it almost seems like you've never seen another movie do it mm-hmm. before. This does it the best. This does it the best. Um. Overall, my final grade, I'm going to give this movie a 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that ending just made me love the movie that much more. Um, the, the music, Jeff Bridges driving off, how it pans down into the, the weeds so you kind of get that southern feel of the land. It just, it's, it's 10 out of 10 for me. Um, Best movie of the year so far. I mean, I, I, I haven't given a movie this year so far a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously the best movie of the year so far. Maybe something else will stump it throughout the year. We'll, well see. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue One's coming out. Uh, there's Doctor Strange we're going to see. Um, there's a bunch of movies. Arrival. We, Arrival. There, there's a lot of good... I love sci-fi, so you know that might, that might be up there if it's really good. True. But But... The Unicorn. Right now, this is the best movie for me personally of the year. If you like drama, if you like suspense, if you like storytelling in your movies, go see this movie. Chris Ta- that's my Mar Taco. Mar Taco. 
I call it a Mar Taco. High praise from Mario Bakari and Chris Hawk. That is, Mario Bakari gives it a 10 out of 10, and Chris Hawk gives it a must-see, buy the DVD, see it twice, redundancy. That's for Hell or High Water. Are you surprised? 10 out of 10, yes. Really? I thought you were going to give it I like told a you. You're going to be... 9.5. What? 9.5, I thought you were going to give it. At highest? What would you yeah. think I was going to give it at like least? A 9.5. I thought, it, I thought you were going to be funny and give it like, give it an 8. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about. I was like, as the movie goes on, like, if this stays like this throughout, it's gonna be eight. But then at the end, I was like, I looked at you and I was like, you're gonna be surprised how I agree this movie. This movie was something else. I'm really glad I got a chance to see this movie. Um, Mario. Do you want to do a final word first, or do you want to do weekly recommends? Do some recommends. Okay. What is your recommends? Um, I saw a movie that Chris Hawk. Uh, me and Chris Hawk had a little uh, um, bicker about just be just, just being just being uh, just being friends just, just being friends and, this movie looks and smart asses to each other because um, it looks it, what the heck is a sea of trees to, right? to me by the trailer it looked like it was going to be pretty good uh, emotional drama mm-hmm. um, not only emotional drama but emotional journey uh, but. Metacritic gives it like a ten percent. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is and a, they're right. <laughs> Metacritic's like a thirty or something at a at a yeah. hundred. Um, Rotten Tomatoes is the ten percent. It critics because this movie was shown last year at Cannes, but it technically came out this year because of its release on digitally and DVD and mm-hmm. stuff. But at Cannes Film Festival, they or was it Sundance? Sundance or Cannes? They. No, but they said no one liked this movie. It was booed. They said they boo movies all the time, though. I don't know what the the French Italians do, but um, even though I'm American Italian, but that's different because they're <laughs> Italian Italian. So I don't know what they're doing over there, pal. But uh, they ain't no Eli Manning. I tell you that. But uh, <laughs> Eli Manning's the king of the apple. Okay? Hey, I'll tell you something about that. Apple. I'll tell you something about that Eli uh, Manning. Put okay? that man on my piece, okay? I don't know if you're Jamaican or New Yorker, but. <laughs> I love that you're praising the Eli Manning. What are you talking about? I'm a, I'm a New Yorker like you. That's right. Jamaica <laughs> is in New York, pal. Right there in the Lower East Side. You know Jamaica. You know. You know little Jamaica. Yeah, right in the Lower East Side. I know where it is there, pal. Little um, Jamaica. But, yeah, the reviews and stuff, critics hated this movie, What do you apparently. think of this movie, Mario? I want to know. I See, going into it, I was like, you know what? I really want to see this movie, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna um, tune out. Uh, the bad reviews because if it's bad i'm gonna i'm gonna admit i just rented a terrible movie mm-hmm. so as it went on i noticed some acting with uh ken what ken uh watanabe uh was a little off um and he's usually good if you don't like flashbacks and stuff you probably won't like this movie but the way they do the flashbacks it completes matthew mcconaughey's uh journey emotional mm-hmm. journey but i was surprised at how much i actually really liked it um it's it's a like I said, it's an emotional journey. It it takes you on this on this ride of not only finding peace in oneself, but um, also let knowing when you're wrong and uh, becoming better because of that. And not only does he grow, you get to see him grow from what you perceive of him, but from what you um seen as flashbacks is this movie depressing um it it is 
within the flashbacks, but it ends on a very hopeful note. It ends very hopeful. And it, th- throughout, it's always hopeful, I would say. But there are some depressing moments in the movie. But overall, like I said, it ends very, like, hopeful. And it ends with you, like, accepting... um Not only accepting a loved one's death, but accepting that without them, you can live for them. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. You can live for your loved ones. Mm -hmm. So I really, I really liked it more than what critics did. Um, If I had the grade Sea of Trees, I'd probably give it. Did I say what I'd give it to you? Was it like a? It's seven point eight or seven point two. I don't remember. Seven point eight. I think it was seven point eight. I give it seven point eight out of ten. Which is much higher than what critics give it. That is much higher. Um, so if you want to, if you like emotional movies or dramas that end, that kind of give you hope and end on a really good note, see Sea of Trees. That's my weekly recommend. A Sea of Trees with uh, Mara Bakari, Matthew uh, McConaughey's in it, and Ken Watanabe and Naomi Watts. Sea Naomi, of Trees. Naomi Watts. Sea of Trees. All right. What's your I, weekly uh, recommend? My weekly recommend is Ark, A R Q, which we might be reviewing next week. Yeah, possibly, because possibly. I'm going to watch it today. Tonight. It is a Netflix original on Netflix, and it is a time travel movie, which, as you know, I love, it, ti- I love time travel movies. I love one of Chris Hawks go to. I love time travel movies, and this is one of my favorite types of time travel, and it's looping, where the same thing happens over and over and over again, mm-hmm. I, and I absolutely love stuff like that. That's, that's my bread and butter. You should watch a Sink... sink uh, Synchro City, I think. Synchro Synchronicity. Sy- Synchronicity. Yeah. How does he say it? Synchronicity. Yeah, you should probably watch that. I mean, Is it's it a just little, like it. Uh, I haven't seen Ark yet, so I don't know. But it's slow, and it, the only thing I can, negative I can say is probably some of the acting, and it's slow. But you might like it. It's got time stuff. So Ark has some really good acting from back uh, to Ark. Back <laughs> to Ark. It has some really good acting from from Robbie Amell. Really? Yeah, Arrow's brother. Original Firestorm. Original no, Firestorm. No, they're cousins. Cousins, cousins. I, I, thought, cousin. I, I thought it was good acting from him. Other people don't think so, but I, I didn't notice any bad thing. It was it's a really good story. I don't want to give away too much because we might review it. So, very, very... If you like the mystery time travel movies and you like... Does it have a noir feel to it? No, not really? Uh, Not really. It's more of like a... It's like a uh, Groundhog Day, but gritty. Oh. Yeah. I would say Groundhog Day, but super gritty. Okay. And post-apocalyptic. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of things going for it. And a lot of twists and turns in this movie, which I really liked. And the ending, well, we'll just have to talk about if we review it. Okay. But I think we will review it. Probably. Tell Josh to watch it. I will. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed Ark. It's... It's not for everyone. I will tell you, it's not for everyone. But if you like big time travel movies, go see that movie. Watch that damn movie. Oh, I got that movie. It's so, free if you got Netflix. So that's weekly recommends, and we're gonna get to our final word. The final word. Okay. The uh, Jumanji. The final word. Jumanji photo. Um, corny. <laughs> uh, Jack Black. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. It's um, gonna steal the show. Brangelina. Brangelina? Brangelina. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, the children. What is it? Uh, what was it? Uh, Braniston? Braniston? Was that what it was? 
coming back. Brandon, Brandon, uh, Jennifer. The return. No, Brennifer. The sequel. The seek. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Tusk. Tusk. I like it. Uh, like one word. Uh, pff, um, Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that works. Yeah, that works. I would have to say. Surprised. Enthralling. Okay. Man, I just yeah. That movie. That movie's good. I'm gonna have to revisit that. Hell or high water, feel like I said. <laughs> you, you did it. I you did son it. of a gun. Um, feels, feels. I'm gonna have to go. Chemistry. Okay, and that's the final word. And that's the podcast. Mario, you want to sign us out? Um, look up our Twitter. It's uh, at Cinema Seven underscore Podcast on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, our website is cinema just the number seven podcast.com we're also on facebook cinema seven podcast yes yeah, cinema seven go ahead and like us we give you updates and stuff yep we'll uh we'll update you on episodes coming out and stuff mm-hmm. uh it's just started so we're just still trying to figure it out and totally. uh, we'll we'll start to post more and more the more people we get on there and if you want to be on the podcast all you gotta do is tell us yep all you gotta do is tell us and email us mm-hmm. and we'll figure it out i i just recently researched how to do skype stuff for like recording so be dope and uh suggestions we got some we got some suggestions coming and uh we got we got uh we got we got some suggestions so uh the more suggestions the the more that's how we get better yeah the more content we can do and the 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 more feedback on how to improve as always cinema seven crew thank you for watching with us Thank you for listening with us, and thank you for exploring with us.